Welcome to the Hey Babe podcast. I'm Mary. And I'm Caitlin. And we're here just chatting about all the things near and dear to our hearts. So grab your favorite beverage because we're going to go deep and have some fun. (laughs) Oh my gosh, join us. sitting in Caitlin's living room right now having a best friend happy hour. Caitlin just said <laughs> so that exact neat. exact line. We're having a best friend happy hour. We've got a glass of wine each. We're sitting cheers. We are sitting on her couches and just um gabbing about a bunch of things we've got going so on. So many things. The yeah. best part, the house is completely empty other than us. I think this Yeah, that's important to last know. week too or the week before which is shocking but um my husband's off work for a few days, and he took the kids to the San Francisco Zoo. So nice. And he's even, like, getting them pizza on the way home. He's like, yeah, just take your time. I guess this is my Valentine's Day present. Yeah, because Valentine's I don't get Day anything else, and I'm just, this is the best present I could ever get. Seriously. A quiet house and, and time to just, like, chat and have a glass of wine with you. Yeah, I love it. Um... I feel like I have to launch into my thing that's like been weighing on me since Sunday Do night, it, which the which was the Your Honor, okay, season finale. Okay, so I'm you guys. I'm thrown because Caitlin hasn't watched it yet. I know. I was gone this weekend. I know. So. I really don't want to talk about it, but you have to. Just do it. But we have to because something. Okay, so it was the season finale. Listen, if you haven't watched it yet, just pause this and then when you finish, come back to this episode. But. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, you're still going to watch it. You have to. But I have some serious thoughts about the way that they ended it. So um, I'll just give a quick, if you're, like, never going to watch a show or whatever and want to be slightly caught up in what, what we've been talking about. Um, Your Honor was a Showtime show with Brian Cranston. Was it Showtime? Showtime. Yeah, yeah. Showtime. Brian Cranston is the is a judge, Your Honor. His son, at the very beginning, has a is in a um, very true accident He's reaching for his uh, inhaler, and he hits another teenager who's on his motorcycle, and he's killed. Unfortunately, that teenager is the son of a mob boss yeah. in New Orleans. And then then we have nine episodes of somebody else taking the fall because the judge had some um, connections in the police that could basically like put it on somebody else that his son could not be accused um, by the mob because he or knew killed. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like he knew he was, he was actually okay turning his son in before he found out that it was the mob That's family. Right. I forgot because then that. he knew they're going to kill him no matter what. In jail. Yeah. Like, or however, the killed. point was he wasn't just going to do jail time and then come out, which was what he was okay. The, his father was okay with that. But once he found out who he killed. That's right. He had, yeah. He had to protect his son. I so remember we talked about this. I kind of forgot that fact that, like, he was going to turn him in. Yeah, he was turning him in. Yeah, Yeah, he was totally going to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And so, remember, we were talking so much about, like, what do you do in this case? Like, as a parent, you go. How far will you go? Okay, so anyway, skip ahead. (laughs) In the end, you have to know what's going on in the show, but in the end, the judge gets the brother of the kid who's killed on the motorcycle, he gets him off. For the murder of the oh, yeah. falsely accused, okay, in the end, so he is uh, found not guilty, and they go to the hotel that the mob boss owns to celebrate. They do not let the judge into this party because they have found the mob has figured out that it is the son that killed 
their son. Okay. They figured out, like, at first, remember, they thought it was the judge yeah, for a bit. So, but they figured it out. They put two and two together, and the dad is pissed, and we don't really know what he's going to do, but he's pissed. Then, uh, in some random uh, universe, you're not seeing this coming, This the younger brother of the falsely accused black boy. Okay, yeah. Who's falsely accused, and then is sentenced to life in prison, and then killed. He comes to the party with a gun. And he shoots or tries to shoot the older brother of the kid that was on the motorcycle. Okay. Okay. Because he's the one that was that killed his brother. Yeah. Okay. But he misses. And instead, he shoots and kills the mob boss. Adam, the son, <gasps> who originally was the driver of the car who hit the kid on the motorcycle. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I thought you were gonna say the mob boss. No. That is like poetic justice. Okay. So all we so immediately when it happens, you're like, wait, what wait, no. The dad risked his entire life and career and everything. He like, killed people. He killed people. He lied to people. He broke the law in so many different ways. And in the end, his son still dies. Of a, just like senselessly. Like or not on purpose. Well. Yeah. But okay, so. It's like I'm totally Whoa. like I'm totally going like way deeper than I think the show wants you to go deeper. Yeah, there, but no, I'm already like there. But I mean, so I'm thinking like, yeah. Does anything we do even really matter? Because the end is still gonna be the end result. Like, oh my god, yeah, so real. Like, <sighs> as much as you're willing to risk and fight and 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 you know do all the damage. Is it ever going to matter? Because the end result is still the same. It's still the same. Like his, like his son, his son died, you know, quote unquote died the day that they decided not to go to the police. Right. And, and lie and hide. And I mean, in a sense, like his, his, his spirit, spirit died yeah. that day. And, and he now it became, I think, a little bit sociopathic. Totally. Like totally removed from the fact that he committed that crime. I mean, he obviously was traumatized and, like, avoiding it and yeah. whatever, but, like, that was a whole other thing. Yeah, that was, uh, I didn't know, I didn't even know where to go with the darkness yeah. of his behavior of after, after that really true accident. It was, not, I mean, he was reaching for his inhaler. He wasn't yeah. trying to hit any, it was raining. Remember, he was trying, he was being kind of intimidated by the guys mm -hmm. at the convenience store, whatever. So I guess maybe not sociopathic. Maybe it was like his own trauma response was just to like. I think it could have been trauma. I think he was still in shock. Yeah. Even the day that he died. For sure. Yeah. So did the mob boss guy find out that Adam was dating his daughter? Yes. Yes, he did. So the mob boss guy knew that um, that Adam was dating the daughter or figured that out in court. Then here's the catch: there was this really intense moment in court. And Adam was there that day. Adam's uh -huh. the kid who was driving the car. And and he kind of ran out. It was a really traumatic moment from a testimony of somebody. And so he ran out. Mm -hmm. And then the mom ran out too. It was just too much. And so the dad went and followed her. And when they stepped out into the hall, they heard something. And so their attention went to a, the a person across the hall in front of the window. And it was Adam pumping his inhaler. <gasps> And it was like it all clicked for them. That's what they heard on Because the, the inhaler was the only piece of evidence that they found at the scene. Oh, shit. And so it was like, and you, and you know, you're like watching, you're like, oh, 
Stop pumping your hair. Oh my god. I mean, it was they all. They just knew. They knew it was him. Okay. So then, yeah, this like poetic justice, or not even, but just this idea of we're all going to end up in the same place, which is pretty depressing. But also, like, I kind of am looking at it like we are so careful of the obvious things that might kill us mm-hmm. that we forget that so much is just, like, unpredictable and uncertain. Like, walking down the street, and again, this is going to sound really freaking morbid, but, like, having a tree fall on your head, right, totally. in the middle of your battle of cancer, when you thought you were going to die of cancer, totally. but you end up dying of a tree falling on your head, or in a car accident, or, you know, we're so, the thing you were COVID, you know, we're yep. so... But then it's like people still dying of cancer amidst a global pandemic for mm-hmm. people. It's just it's it's all yeah. I I think that's crazy and yeah. horrible. How did the dad respond? So um, the dad see that. So the dad, you mean the judge? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The so the dad busted into the party. He saw through a window. He saw his son get his mm-hmm. son was shot, and it was very clear he was shot kind of in the neck. It was very clear this was yeah. This is going to be yeah. fatal, yeah. And um, he ran He ran into the party, even though he hadn't been allowed before, but the gunshot threw everybody off, and he just held him, and he and you could tell he was just, he was just you know, dad in his arms. And you could tell, like, you could see that it wasn't just the pain in his face of, like, the fact that his son was dying. You could tell all of the weight of everything he carried over this, you know, couple, yeah. I don't even know how long, a couple months. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what the timeline was for this. It was 10 weeks for me. Yeah, right? But yeah. <laughs> um, it was just all, it was Something all there. Was all there. Holy what moly. What a good show. Like, what, a, I mean, like, what a messed up, like, or, like, totally dark, but just really well I mean, I still show. don't even know, you know, obviously he should have gone to the police and tried to, um, you know, fight that wasn't his son left the scene of an accident because he freaked out and he was panicking and he was and and mm-hmm. he was asthmatic at the yeah. moment and like, like all those things. But the moment he didn't, it yeah. just the train left the station. Right. The right. I mean, that's like, you know, when you're a kid, they tell you like, you know, one small lie can become like, yep. You know, that's exactly what this yeah. was. Yeah. And I felt so bad, of course. You know, I mean, I, I understood why Adam freaked and left because mm-hmm. he was a kid. And I mean, I'm not excusing it. You need to stay and, and own up. But he was a kid. He didn't really he made get it. Horrible mistake. Horrible yeah. mistake. And it was so unintentional. You know, it wasn't like he even he didn't even know this kid. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. anyway. It was idiotic, but yes. he made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And good God, as a parent, I just, you know, you just, you, you felt for the judge so much because you didn't want to be, you would never want to be in that position. No. And then him having his own, like him having a heart and like caring so much about justice and then along the way, having to break so many of his own rules. His own rules. That was crazy. Yeah. So the moral of the story for me is I'm never going to move to New Orleans. (laughs) I've never (laughs) They're way too serious down there. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think mobs still exist? Like, I mean, this was a serious, serious question here. This was pretty like legit organized crime. I think absolutely that kind of stuff exists. I always wonder that. Like, I know it definitely did in the past, and it, I, I mean, I know organized crime exists, but like 
that image of like the mob boss, you know, like I'm just, I'm so. I mean, I think, I think like in this case, in this show, Jimmy Baxter, who was the mob boss, if you will. And I don't even think he was like crazy mob boss. Like we, like the Godfather was. No. I think he was a very modern day mob boss. Yeah. You know, his wife was actually crazier. Well, his wife was that that shit. His wife was that shit. She was more, um, she was more mob bossy. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to rule everybody. She wanted to be in charge of everyone. She mm-hmm. wanted to puppeteer that whole. Yeah. And and I think it just comes down to, I mean, what makes a mob boss or what makes somebody who's, aside from just crime, you know, somebody who's a criminal. Yeah. Is that need to um, ha- hold power over everyone else. Yeah. That power intimidation over. factor and power over. Yeah. Hello, Brene. I know. <laughs> I was thinking, here we are in our best friend happy hour talking about mob bosses you just never know where it's gonna go and then Brene Brown and whatever so I'm just gonna you know talk about all the things yeah so anyway I I've been this is this you know what that was two days ago but I've just really been thinking about the fact that that's crazy there's very little we actually have control over so in the meantime do the best you can yeah you know I like that it's like it's not like oh so fuck it. It's like in the no. meantime, like take pride in and and um, like kind of ownership of the things that you can. Yeah, yeah. Do you know one of my favorite um, songs from Frozen Two? What is that one that says you know it has all these different scenarios, but she, but the thing is like in you know just do the next right thing. Oh yes, I, yeah, love, I love that, that thought for children, especially to the hear next like right thing. Listen, things may not have ended up where you wanted them or where you want to be right now, but just do the next right thing. You I know, love that. I think I, there's a book recently called "The Next Right Choice" or "The Next Right Thing," something like that yeah. too for women. But yeah, that's such a good like. There's no best choice in a lot of scenarios. No, just do the yeah. next right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, loved it. Frozen 2. Even though um, I probably just blew the ending if you've never watched the show, it's still worth watching it's, because there is some deep thought in what you would do in a situation like this. Totally. And we know from the beginning of that show it's going to end bad, however it's going to end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. very bad. It's going to end bad. Um, okay. What else? What else has been on our minds? Oh, school. Oh boy! Oh man, I, I don't even know if I can talk about it. So, but I want to we say left that. last week being really excited for everybody that we got the call. We were so we got, naive. Oh my god, we got the email that our kids were going to get to go back to school April twelfth, and we just assumed because this is how we roll that we were going to like start dropping them off at eight thirty <laughs> and picking them up at two or like noon or noon. I'd even I'd even yeah. take noon. Turns yeah. out that is not at all where our school district no. is going with it. And instead, we were told in a parent-teacher, or excuse me, a parent information night um, last Zoom, Thursday via Zoom that um, our kids would be going back two hours, two days a week. So that'd be a total of four hours per week of school. Zooming in the morning, two hours in the afternoon, but only two days a week. And then we lost it. From 1245 to 2.45. I can't think of a worse time yeah. To have to like stop the middle of your day for anyone who works or doesn't like or has kids napping at home or whatever. Like I know this education isn't about childcare um, at the end of the day, but like I literally can't think of a worse time. Twelve forty-five to two forty-five. It doesn't even make sense. Like kids are over it that that time of day. Oh they yeah. Just have lunch. I mean, so 
I think they're going for like more of a playtime or social emotional development, which is which I get. I respect that. that. Seriously lacking right now. So mm-hmm. I I do honestly understand. I think the school psychologist like spoke on it, like the rationale behind it. But I don't. It's not enough, and we all know it's not enough. And I'm just so honestly tired. I'm just gonna say it of being like, well, I'm just been so, I just feel like I'm like we'll take what we can get, like, just complacent. And, like, when science is saying, doctors are saying, epidemiologists are saying, the CDC is saying, the CDC is saying, kids need to be in school. It's okay. We're not saying there's no risk. And your teachers don't even need to be vaccinated. Just get back in school. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's where I'm losing my shit. That's where I'm, like, what on earth, like, why are we, why are our kids such low priority? priority and I'm not even like I know I'm going on the rant here but like I'm ranting me out yeah. it's like not even like I definitely don't blame most teachers at all um I don't even blame like our own school administration I've come to find out and I think you did some research too on this and like well, that's how I found out is that it's like mostly the the our county's office of education that's mm-hmm. being so difficult and so it's a matter of if our schools are willing to push back on, mm-hmm. I don't know, push back on the, on and, and take some risk for, at the sake of our kids. And maybe that's just too blunt for me to say, but I'm fucking over it. <laughs> I mean, I only laugh because you rarely get like upset about things, but this is worthy of that. Yeah. this My anger is valid, yo. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's, it's so for true. My, it's for our children, not just my children. It's for our children. Yeah. I see moms and, and families out and about um, skiing, going to Target, um, you know, having whatever, doing whatever, but our kids aren't in school. And that's just, like, not yeah. okay. This is not summer vacation. No. But it feels like an extended summer vacation. And, like, you know how it is the, every year at the end of summer vacation when you're, like, I'm so excited school's starting in yeah. a second. So it's Everybody fine. Needs structure this is, in their life. Yes. And these children don't have any structure. So, so A, we're really jealous if your kids are in school and wherever, if you're in a different yeah. area and your kids are in school, even if they're on a hybrid schedule that's anything more than two days, two afternoons a week, because I don't even know anyone else that's doing so, that. Right. The other model, which was, we, Mary and I would have been like cool with, I mean, it's not best case scenario, but it was a model proposed by our by our school district this summer, which was AMPM model, mm-hmm. a few hours four a day. days, four days, four a days week. a week, just for that consistency, like two hours. I think it was. I think it was hours. like I think it was something like eight thirty to eleven thirty, or something like yeah. that, and then a you know a one thirty to four. I don't know. Something. Yeah, it was like three, two and a half to three hours a day. It doesn't matter. The point is, it's a structure for yep. kids that allows them consistency, allows them socialization. Um, and you know, that would have even been hard for most parents to swing and is hard. I know for a lot of parents that are swinging that with work, um, and, or other kids at home, but it's better than two hours, two days a week. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, four, a four day week is like, was like, we can actually do a four, four day week long term. Like who doesn't want a four day week? Should I pull up the text? What? (laughs) Which text? From our conference that night when we were watching the conference. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I don't even need to pull them up to remember. But we were like, you guys, we were just like firing texts back and forth. Like, wait, did we hear that right? Oh, my God. It felt unreal. Because we thought that they were going to reveal this big, like, okay, 
surprise, your kids are getting to go back almost full time. And then yeah. here's, so please drop them off from 1245 to 245, but only two days a week. And we'll tell you which days you can do. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and by the way, it's back to back days. So like you go Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you're done for the week. Yeah. Or like you go, you don't go and then you only go Thursday, Friday. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's, it's, yeah. I, I'm just going to read one. Yeah. <laughs> please do. Oh, okay, hold on. Uh, oh, there's so many. So, and you wrote, like, I'm seriously shocked by this info. And then blah, blah, blah. I can't read a lot of this because some of this Inappropriate. Wrote, yeah. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of swear words. I asked a really hard question. He didn't, our, our lovely principal didn't kind of dodged it. Um... I don't know. There's just a lot of, like, I don't even know what to do right now. What are we going to do? Our private school's open. Can we afford private school? Seriously. Like, <laughs> like do we so need to transfer like, our kids? Yeah. Yeah. Do we need to transfer our kids? And we don't want to transfer our kids. We love our school district. We just want our kids to go to school. Yeah. I love our school. And I'm very, we're at two different schools in the same school district. We both love our school. Mm -hmm. I do not want to have to move my, my no. kids. And I think it's, like, coming from a place of privilege that that would even be an option if yeah. I could if that like I think we could stretch to afford a private school a private Catholic school that costs less than you know a lot of private schools I think we could maybe stretch to afford that I don't want to though because one I really believe in public education mm -hmm. and I really believe in particularly like our school and our school district is amazing and so but okay but let's be clear right now my I am not going into the fall yep. with a hybrid or a distance learning of any kind of option so what are we gonna at do? all. Like, that's what we were just saying. Like, I agree. Like, that is not okay. No. And it's not necessary. It's, it's not just like I'm like, a, yeah, like some people feel like, this is not okay. It's inconvenient. It's like the scientists, like everyone's saying, like, we don't So just this. in case you live in an area where their schools, where the schools are in and you're wondering like, why are you guys so restricted? So we were in a really high, um, we were in the purple tier when the waivers were being accepted. Yeah. And in the purple tier, you basically like were barely even allowed to, I mean, put in a waiver. Right? your waiver was not going to be okay because your numbers were so high in that area. And so I understand that. But the problem was if you weren't in a high rated area, you could submit for a waiver. Most of them got accepted, and and then you could go to school with whatever schedule you had presented back right. in back in August or September. Yeah, if you were not approved in that initial waiver run, you're basically like shit out of luck. Like there is no way to then then get in on what everybody else was doing. You have to you have to start at scratch, and even scratchier than they'd even yeah. started the schools that were able to go back. Yeah. So we, I, I just feel like our kids are being like, seriously, um, I, I don't even know they're being affect, like, they're being like, yeah, affected. Like I'm saying harm because I know it's all different levels and, but they're, 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 they're suffering at some level because of, this. and let me, let me be clear too. When I say our kids, I don't even specifically mean my one child that's in TK right now. I mean, the children in our community. For sure. I mean, you know, the children whose parents aren't advocating and aren't fighting for them. And uh, listen, I don't expect every parent to be at the same level that we're at. But so I, I feel a need to fight for the children who who really, really need to be in school, who have not great um, support at home or totally choices at home or whatever it may be. So 
I feel this like we gotta fight for our kids. Yeah. And our kids are our, the kids of Sonoma County. Exactly. All of our kids, you know, and that's where I struggle with like I think personally I struggle with this like this notion of putting my kids in private school private school because I feel like it's sort of just like, well, I got mine, so the attitude and forget about the rest yeah. of you. Yeah. And I don't wanna do that. No, nope, me same, neither. But at the same time, and I am gonna say but like if I can stretch to do it and I have to do it, like if I have to go to full-time work, I will because I know that not just my kids, all of our kids need to be in a brick and mortar location in school, not via Zoom. 100%. Did you just get that same text? Yeah, but it was just nothing. Sorry, our school district actually just wrote, but it was, it's like... Reminding parents to take the survey. So they're resurveying parents to see if they want to do which model they want to do. Mary and I definitely... Go for the, the AM, PM over the two hours, two days a week. Maybe you're all tired of hearing about this today, but I don't know. I think if you're a woman or I think, or even a mom, like this is something that's just constantly like a tape playing through our head. I mean, I don't even think you can. have to have a child to be, no, to be really affected just by the way that our cares. Yeah. <laughs> to be really affected by the fact that our children are really being overlooked right now. And again, our children is the, are the children of Sonoma County. And like, I, I mean, that as a whole. Totally. And, and of the world. And like, I know that sounds cheesy, but I yeah. think it's true. And I have to say, I really believe that my two daughters' teachers want to be in person. Based I on know mine does. Said, and yeah. like, based on how, how much they... I So, Kayla knows, I emailed our principal right away. And I was, you know, like, really ready to go to battle and yeah. everything. And she's the sweetest woman. And she, God Not bless like her. her no, but I mean, like, I got, yeah. you know, like, I've got to fight for our kids. And we have to... And I, so, anyway, I wrote this email... It was kind, but it was it was really good. Firm. You did a good job. And she called me right away because she's amazing and super transparent. Very transparent and explained to me why there is so many um, so many things that are tying their hands. I mean that they have red tape, red tape everywhere. Like this, and she even said she's like, I have spoken to all of my staff, so her teachers, and every single one of them wants to go back full time. So it is not that's, that's huge. for our school at least, and I don't know about but not like, every school though. Not every school but is like that, but for our school, the teachers want to go back. They realize the need. They realize the priority. They are. It's also like I think they're working. I think it in a lot of ways it's super hard to be doing distance learning for these teachers. Yeah, yeah. They can't tell how the kids are doing. They can't. Yeah, like, accurately. And I think they have to do a lot more um, of individualized teaching in some cases I know we haven't that had we any haven't seen yeah yeah we haven't seen that you know and um with our particular kids but I know that I've I've seen or I've heard, I've overheard um that there are a lot of meetings with you know oh. certain kids because they need to have more interaction and more direction because yeah. that's just the way that child learns yeah. and they're not getting it in a classroom like they normally would with a teacher yeah so like we're not sitting here saying like oh these teachers are sitting here teaching on zoom for three hours and then get the rest of the day off or one hour like that is not the issue. It's just it's the, the the reality is we know most teachers see the value in being in person and want to be in person. It's just the issue that our kids are belong in person and yeah. and this is just going on for And I have said this before and I'll say it again. I know it's a very bold statement because I love I love teachers. I can't believe seriously after doing distance learning, I can't even believe what you guys do. But there's a big but. If you've had the opportunity to get a vaccination or they're telling you that you can get a vaccination and then and then they expect you back at work and you're fighting that, 
I have an issue. I do too. I have an issue. So I'm not saying, I, I understand that the CDC is saying that teachers don't need to be vaccinated, but I also understand that there are extenuating circumstances. Maybe you're a teacher that lives with an elderly person yeah. who's in God. I get it. Or like have kids with, and you know, like complex. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yes, absolutely. So I understand that. And I, and like in our school district, they have the, the back to school date of April 12th. Um, for the two hours, two days a week, um, mm-hmm. is with the idea that all of our teachers will have the opportunity to get vaccinated, both vaccinations. So even though it's not a requirement for a school district to do that, they are giving our teachers the opportunity. So if you've been given that opportunity and you're still fighting it, I have a problem with yeah. that. Yeah. If you don't want the vaccination, that's your choice. But totally. You need to go back to work. Yeah. I, I mean. Or don't. But that's up to you. Yeah. So just, anyway, I, 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 can, I, I would love to talk to any teachers. If you feel like writing us about why you have an issue with that, maybe, or I would, I just want to understand. Or like if we're saying something wrong, like I think it's, yeah, like I'm, I'm totally open to feedback. Like we, again, I want to be clear because I think that's important. Like I, I support teachers. I love teachers. I love my kids. Same. teachers. I think they're just as frustrated as we are. Um, the ones that we're speaking of, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I just, this it's the system, it's complicated, it's money, it's government, it's mm-hmm. red tape. Like, we're not trying but to... But what I do hear on the news that, like, the teachers' unions are fighting to, That's to, st- to stay out of school, that is very frustrating. I don't understand that. I don't, I don't I mean, get it Yes, I, I know I can think about the reasons why, but anyway, I, I, that's where I get frustrated, and it just seems like... Um, what's that word? Bureau- bureaucracy of just, like, bullshit, you know? Yep. And... And... Guess who's guess who I can't talk. Guess who is at the class of, right? Our little children and their our future. Like what the hell? So what the hell? What in the hell? Okay. Moving on. What'd you guys do for Valentine's <laughs> I Day? Know if I can move on. <laughs> you gotta move um, on. But I have to move on. Uh we were up in um oh my gosh, it was so fun. We went to Pinecrest, which is where my cousin has um my cousin and his wife have like a family cabin up there. It's super quaint and tiny. And we played in the snow all weekend. Their kids are my kids' age, and it was just really fun. But Valentine's Day, so it was just like, you know, it was just an it was like a fun family day. We didn't do anything yeah. crazy. Wait, you had also gotten your second vaccine. Sidestep. That's for that. right. So I yeah. So I got my vaccine. You are fully on, vaccinated, girl. Oh, cheers. Yeah. God, I'm so jealous. How did they not bring the rest of the wine bottle in here? Um, we can get it. I, you you tell us about your second vaccine. Okay. Um, so I got it on Thursday and I, um, it's in the fridge. I, (laughs) I thought that I was going to be totally fine because my first, um, vaccine, I got the Moderna. I had zero side effects, like a sore arm and that was it. But I got it on Thursday and I felt fine for, I think most of the, yeah, totally fine on Thursday. Friday, we're driving to Pinecrest, of course. I start going like, oh gosh, you know that feeling of when you're about to get a fever, but you, but like I never actually developed a fever. I just kept feeling like I was going to get one. So it was a little rough. I, mm. that night I did the whole like, and I, I took my Advil. I just sort of like pushed through. I've um, heard that from a lot of people, by the way, that the second vaccine was a doozy. And the first one they were like, oh, this isn't so bad. So yeah. Weird. Yeah. And I think it has like a, a, a stronger or a more active dose. But anyway, I, um, I, yeah, all of a sudden I just started feeling like achy, super achy. Um, and so that night, uh, my cousin and his wife, who I adore, were 
like it was our first night there. We, we put the kids pizza. We were ready to like have some drinks. And I went upstairs to put the kids to bed at like nine because they stayed up late. And Jack was having a hard time going to sleep. So I laid with them. And I ended up like never coming back downstairs because I was just oh. like, I, and it wasn't that I fell asleep. I was like half asleep with trying to get him to sleep. I, I felt like I had a very like solid adult moment where I was like, okay, you have a choice. You either like <laughs> shut it down and go to bed right now and feel better tomorrow. Mm. Or you choose to like stay up and have some drinks, more drinks and feel like shit all weekend. Long. Yeah. So I went to bed. Okay, so... And I woke up totally fine the next day. So, for anybody wondering who hasn't gotten their vaccines yet, for you, the second dose was, like, what, a 24-hour? 24-hour flu is what it's like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And maybe some residual achiness the next day, but... Okay. Twenty. I'd say 24 to 48. Now, I've heard people had it... I've heard people who... My husband, of course, had zero side effects. So, he okay. had zero side effects from everything. Um, and, and then I have people who are like, I was sick for three days. So, yeah. it just, like, varies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are you but so happy you're fully vaccinated? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll, I'm yeah. so happy. I feel really lucky. I'm, I'm just happy because I feel better about the fact that my parents are vaccinated or they're halfway vaccinated. And yeah, like we have high risk because of Tony's job. So yeah, I just feel like I'm not exposing well, and you and I'm not exposing yeah. people to as much. Um, it was funny today. So we're going on a trip in a few weeks and, um, first time we're going to be traveling since this whole thing. And, um, so I had to schedule us to go get a COVID Mm -hmm. test, right? Mm -hmm. So that you could get on the plane, but whatever. Do you have to go through a specific company? Oh my gosh. This is something else I actually want to talk about. It's a cluster. Yeah. Yes. It is a cluster. Like there is no, go to this website and figure and find and like a list of rules, right? Like if you're such and such. I don't know if how or who of my kids needs to be tested. Yeah, like I don't. What ages? It is and... very like some of the testing sites um, do five and over. Some of them do three and over. In which case, re, you know, like, and I don't know what the requirements are. It's really a cluster. Why can't they be more clear about that? Nobody knows anything. <laughs> <laughs> and but so anyway, why. so I went and booked us um, COVID tests. So you have to have it within 72 hours of your departure. So I'm doing it. I am doing it two days, but like the afternoon of two days, whatever. And so anyway, I put it on. Chad and I have a shared calendar. And so it paused up on air. I mean, it paused up. It popped up on his. Sorry, my husband was calling. That's okay. It popped up on his um, calendar alert. Like you have a, and he got so excited, but the poor guy thought that it was a COVID vaccine. Oh, he yeah. thought that somehow I like snuck us into He's stuff. Like, Damn, my wife is good. I knew I loved her. I <laughs> and I was like, no, honey, that's just you having to get swabbed. You know, we have not had to take a test yet because we know haven't. How many I've taken? No, I'm a lot. Like, un- I think, like ten. Oh a God, lot. Why is he facing me all the time? A lot. <laughs> um. So we have not taken one. Not taken one. But we will. Um. I will say the swab has gotten better. The first swab I did in March of last year. Or no, not March. I mean, they didn't test anyone. Anymore. Yeah, it no. Was like June, freaking hurt so bad it was like they were like mm. in your brains. And then the, <laughs> the after, yeah, the ones after that were like way more gentle. So I think they figured out they don't have to go like brain deep. Yeah, I don't. I'm curious to see because we need the rapid response since we have to have it within a certain number oh, yeah, of hours. Yeah. But so, so anyway, so I booked it. us at the only rapid response place in Petaluma. Okay. And then I went back to the website where it lists like the. Um, 
you know, acceptable rep mm -hmm. and it's not Maybe listed. Vendors. So oh, now I have sure. to cancel that and find there's something else that's like, you know, 35 minutes away. So now we're gonna have to haul everybody over. Oh my gosh. It's, it's quite, accept, um, I don't know. And it's like a legit, it's like insurance accepted rapid yeah. response. Um, I don't know. But what, you know what? It's worth it. You're going to Hawaii. I don't even care. We're going to Hawaii for two weeks. Yeah. I um, I really, I honestly, like, when we booked this. Mary's turning 40, by the way, when she's yeah, going to be there. So that's, that's true. like, it's so freaking worth it. Like, yeah, I don't you even, deserve that. Do whatever it takes. I don't even care. Well, I guess there's also an option to do it, like, day of at the airport, and it's, like, a one-hour response. Uh-huh. Which I also but then you have to wait with your kids for an extra hour on the day you're traveling. I know, but now we're going all the way over like 40 minute drive there, 40 minute drive back. Yeah. You know? That's true. That's what do true. I care? Yeah. It, I just don't want to do so. Hawaii's rule right now they don't is. They test the baby, do they? No, and I don't even think they need to test Warren. It's yeah. very unclear if they need, even need to test Reese. It's very unclear. Yeah. Um, but if you get to Hawaii without a test within 72 hours, they make you quarantine for 10 days. Yeah. Which honestly, I. You're like, sure, we'll quarantine in Hawaii. We'll stay in but room. I don't think you can go on the beach. Yeah, no, I'm not. We're not doing that. So we're going to get it's our tests. Horrible. We're going to get our tests so that we can um, get that clearance. So it's funny, you know, we booked this back in November with the idea that at the time I was like, wow, this vaccine turns out is like right around the corner. Yeah. I'll bet you by originally we were going to go in April, but now that the kids might get to go back to school, yeah. we bumped it up a whole month. Which is bold. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I'm just glad for, we did because it's around. I mean, I just don't want Reese to miss even twelve hours, know, two days right. a week. Yeah. So we had to bump it up a whole month. We just did that like what last week, um, and and now I'm just in a floor. I don't even know. I'm I'm just very unclear of what we have to do. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'll be. So I haven't told you yet, but we're going in June. Oh, you are. So last year, I'll already have my vaccine by then. <laughs> no, like that don't matter. I know. Last year was my dad's seventieth birthday and my mom planned this like family trip in uh, May right at his birthday um and we were so excited and then of course COVID and we canceled and so we were debating whether or not we were going to do it this year and um one of my brothers is turning 40 and then my dad's turning 71 and so we're just like you know what let's just go both yep. my parents are, va are vaccinated we'll get the COVID test yeah I'm so excited yeah I'm so excited I know you know we've um We've really tried. We've stayed really um, hyper-focused on trying to take a good trip with our kids. Yeah. And obviously like we didn't do it. Like a year, right? Yeah like, a, yeah. like a good big trip. And so obviously we didn't go last year. And, um, you know, we even though we've got little kids and we have to deal with nap times and feeding schedule. It's, it's not, but I mean, <laughs> but we are doing it for for the long term, you but know? Memories. And, like, I have to say, I know this sounds like spoiled or whatever but I grew up going to Hawaii like probably every other summer with my grandparents would would take like would help like the parents be able to afford whether that was buying the flights or some portion of the accommodation so we got to go fairly often I remember though like my mom like back in the day you could fly with a cooler she would go to Costco and like pack meat to bring oh not my to god like, oh like, my god she was like yeah we could get there but then once we were there we couldn't afford anything um, and, but yeah, but I look back on those, those days of like some of my best childhood memories oh, no. and it didn't have to be tall. It could have been a camping trip. It's just being in, in for Tony, like growing up camping really only like he yeah, has that's just huge. the same like warm feels about mm -hmm. the summers as I do. Mm -hmm. 
So it's about being together in a place that makes, I guess, makes you all feel good. So yeah, maybe we can all dream of that. And I know? think that this will creepier. obviously look still different. Like I was reading today, I was like, try, you know, go onto the resorts websites to try to see like what what's open, like the pools open, but not the the pool, um, like a uh, slide or bar slash food place. Like, so there's just a lot of you know, it won't be the same. And I'm okay. Like at this point, come on. Something, I'm okay. Anything is better. Than yep. That. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly. I think we're all willing, we're all flexible. We're all willing to be accommodating. Of course, like we know this disease is very real and very scary and not over, but like there's hope. And I think we're all leaning into that hope right now in a big way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. And then I'm hoping when we return, like we will have like a vaccine scheduled appointment no. schedule what do you think have you heard anything um i mean we're getting there like oh that's what i wanted to ask what? you what are our numbers in sonoma county because like, okay they have gone down there. so drastically okay. it's crazy it's crazy i mean we're talking like 10 like 30 percent and like because they do a daily um count right a daily count is it per one the whole per 100,000 is actually rather confusing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and, and not break this down for me, Mary. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> and, and for the county, and then oh, you know, they came for up your, with a new school coding system. Yep. The CDC can mm-hmm. have a whole other tier mm-hmm. color code. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm pretty certain that Gavin will soon do a new California, co- like, because you know, the purple tier, the red tier, which by yeah. the way. Can you go in rainbow order? It's very confusing. What? The purple, red. I don't even. their names? Oh my God, I love them. <laughs> home edit? Home edit? Could they come home edit our <laughs> like, freaking COVID tears, So wait, please? purple's bad, but red. I, it's very confusing. Yeah, anyway, um, I think that we're going to, I think we're going to be seeing a new, a new structure of that soon. I think so too. Because um, he's changed it a couple times. And so our numbers have gone. Our numbers way have, down. Go- have gone down significantly. That's and listen, great. as you said earlier today when we were on the phone, <laughs> they're going down because the vaccine is finally out and being uh, administered. Is the answer. Vaccination is actually the answer. Like we can social distance. That's still really important. We can shut down all we want, but as soon as we reopen, which life has to reopen and to some degree at some point, COVID continues to spread until we're vaccinated. Okay, can we talk about something about yeah. social distancing? Yeah. I just want everyone to always social distance for me. <laughs> That's because you and I are the same. Just but forever. I but can I just tell you that not everybody feels that way for I sure. just really need people to always, from now on, social distance for me. And this has nothing to do with fear of germs. I just need my space. Perfect. I need my space. Speaking of, I agree. <laughs> I told Mary the story, um, but I think it's like, People will either relate or be like, oh my God, you're such a bitch. But I, I don't, I, I require, and as I'm growing into my, like my true self, as like in my thirties yeah, and preach being it. like, whatever, I don't give a shit what other people think. I have recognized that I require a good amount of alone time like, oh, to recharge. I thought like, you were going to say a certain amount of footage between, okay, a yeah, long okay, time. And, yeah. yeah, footage, a long yeah. time footage, like space between whatever you want yeah. to call it like I love to be social and then but I recharge by myself I actually like being with myself Word. so um this weekend we were in the cabin with with my cousin and like I said wife who I adore they're like some of our closest friends um you know like those couples that you get along with like as a couple it's like mm-hmm. kind of rare you know you both like the other people so we were having a great time but I just felt like I needed to like go for a walk or get some exercise in by myself and just like get out of the cabin for a minute and so I was like 
trying to like sneakily like put on my running shoes and like be like Tony knew what I was doing. Like he was like, yeah, just go, just go, babe. He knows me, you know. And then um, I saw my friend Carrie, who you know, and I was like, Carrie, do you want to go for a walk with me? And she was like, sure. And honestly, it was so good. It was that's like, so out of your comfort zone, and yet it was so good that for you. Like that's out yeah. of your comfort zone, but it, yeah. we had the best conversation. It just made me remember that, like, but yes. I still require a lot of alone time, but sometimes, like, I think with all this COVID stuff, I've gone gone even more inward, yeah. and sometimes I have to yeah. push Same. myself out of that. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, generally speaking, though, like, when I'm out, I need, like, I would like, like, eight oh, feet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just would, like, and we don't ever we need to go closer than that. We don't need to, like, push, we don't need to You know, like, can you all, can everybody just picture somebody right now who just doesn't give you the proper amount? Costco sample line. I mean, I mean, people you know. I mean, people oh, you yeah, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just inappropriate. Like, I can't, yeah, I'm just like, I just, could you just back up a teeny bit? Like, personal space. I shouldn't, I don't even want to be able to smell your perfume or cologne. Let's put no, it that way. No. I don't want to be able to compliment you on it because you shouldn't be that close yeah, to me. Yeah, don't be so. <laughs> I love you. Oh, my God. But I don't, I feel like maybe there's hope post-COVID that I might actually get the space that I need. Agreed. Funny, of course, because the people that I, like, adore, I'm just like, oh, come here. Get closer yeah, no, to me. But honestly, too, are, you're, like, one of the warmest, like, loving, kind people I know. But I, I know slash that. Get, get back. Get, step back. Yeah. <laughs> step the end back. Yeah. I just don't get why everybody has to be so close. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, um, what oh, about our favorite gosh. things? Oh, God. Favorite things? Okay. Um, uh, t- one thing, actually, I want to touch on real quick. Okay. Um Firefly Lane. Is that your favorite thing or are you just touching on it? Um, I just want to touch on it. Uh, so I, I want to retract a statement I, I made the other day. Oh. Remember the other remember when we were talking about it last week? So I finished the I finished the season one. What? Okay, I'm so I'm so Yeah, girl, well I didn't go anywhere this weekend and you were gone. So yeah. Um, so I finished season one of Firefly Lane and I want to take back so I remember I was saying like Tully needs Kate, but Kate does not need Tully. Yeah. I want to take that back. Okay, so we were, you were too early in the development. I was too early. Story. I was only on, like, episode two, and I was so annoyed with how rude Tully and how self-centered Tully right. was. But Kate needs Tully. Kate needs Tully. And I, I can kind of see it heading in that direction. Yep. But I haven't watched it yet. But because usually, like, there's, like, don't you think we get needs met, like, in relationships? Totally. I mean, there's some people that you're just like, you know, you do not need to be in a relationship with that person. Yep. But her her trauma, her stuff was so complex. So I still am bothered, honestly, by both of their traumas. Yeah. Like, because we... Or the lack of dealing now with that shit. I, yes. Like, and now that we dove deeper into Kate's life, I'm I'm also traumatized, or not traumatized like I am with Tully, but I feel for her. She's yeah. also got family trauma. Yeah. And not... Fa- like, we all have family things that make us who we are. Kate was actually, like, you know, there was, there was infidelity in her life. Like, there was... There was Kate in Kate's okay. family. Like there was just, um, you know, more than just like, oh, my parents like to ground me a lot, or I don't know, like right. kind of normal. Like infidelity is another step, yeah. another it's another level, yeah, that you're witnessing as a child. It's like a and breaking of trust and of totally, yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just listen. They're they're both they're both like wonderfully unhealthy women. Mm-hmm. And I say that like in a really sweet, like we, we all bring our shit to the table. Yeah. The only thing that, that yeah, kills we me. We bring our shit to the table and be healthy. 
So the only thing that kills me yeah. is that they don't Sorry, strive. No, no, yeah, no. You're right on. Yeah. You're right on with me. The only thing that kills me is that they don't strive to to make be- to do better with yeah. those things. And so I, I still struggle with that. But I couldn't stop. Honestly, this was like one of those shows. This never happens to me. So I don't know why this one really hooked me. It was like the, you know, it's like eleven o'clock and this and an episode ends and they're I think they're an hour each. Yeah, they're so. long. That's why. And I'd be like, I can, I have to get another one done. And I'm not like an eleven o'clock start an episode kind of girl. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not either. I, um, I, I was really hooked into their story. Um, I heard the book is amazing. Oh, didn't even know there was a book. Yeah, it, it was a book. It, okay. I mean, it is a book, and then it became a series. Okay, so I, I, I'm just going to say, I'll, um, I, I, I'm... I have a real client who read the book, but I mm-hmm. would have, like, I don't know... Oh, well, that would have been very book. intense. You I don't think I would have advised a 12-year-old to read that yeah. story. Um, I will say, though, I cannot wait for season two. The way that they ended season one, okay. I cannot wait for season two, and I will not tell you what happens at the end of yeah, season so, one, but it's just, so but it's, it's fabulous. It's really... Okay. Well, um, I'm glad it got better. I, I also, for those sort of, like, of you that are like me and don't aren't a big Catherine Heigl fan, because my sister said the same thing. She's like, I'm not watching it. It's Catherine Heigl. I'm like, <laughs> I know, but you actually kind of want to dislike the character. It's part of who her it's character of, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think you won't mind that it's Catherine Heigl because... Yeah, I don't love her. I always love who, she, who she's with. You know, it's funny. Mm. Like, I, I don't know why, but now that you say that, I love, like, Knocked Up and all those movies because, like, it's yeah. so funny. Yep. I did like her in that movie. She, she plays such a... She's always kind of a crazy character, yeah. though. You know? Yeah. Like, in Knocked Up. She was so... Um, like that's, like, the industry's fault. They're constantly in or, her, I guess, what you mean, but they're constantly like, casting her in those roles. Okay. Such a good transition. We need to talk about... Did you hear about this um, apology from Justin Timberlake? Oh, my gosh. To Brittany yeah, and Janet? Yeah, we talked about it last week. Okay, so... There was a big, luckily, so Gabby, God bless Gabby, <laughs> Gabby came in with a clutch um, article for me to read that um, basically Britney Spears' father was not granted the con- a continuing a continuance on his conserv- on the conservatorship. So right. there's finally movement in that whole case. In the meantime, Justin. What would have happened if there wasn't a huge, like, national outcry? Yeah. In the meantime, Justin Timberlake came out with a statement that basically said, like, I cannot believe that I, I want to, I want to own the fact, I'm obviously summarizing, but I want to own the fact that I contributed to the misogyny and the, and the, you know, inequality of female, male, um, divide. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that, you know, he really made it sound like Britney cheated on him and he was this poor, sweet, innocent guy. So he got to play that role. And then Brittany got to look like the crazy bitch, crazy bitch who cheated yeah. on him. Blah, blah. And then, and then do we remember the Janet Jackson issue at the no. Super Bowl? Oh God. I mean, I remember her, the nip slip. Okay. So that was on purpose paid for by, or like, um, construed by the people who were putting on the show. What? So that was all Am on I purpose. And then, <laughs> and then he hung her out to dry. Okay. He hung Janet Jackson he was out to dry. That year, right? He was they yeah. they they co they were okay. co performers yeah. or whatever you call them co yeah, yeah. and uh, he hung her out to dry and like and how, like, he just like basically like oh that like I would never do something yeah. like that and yeah. meanwhile she got banned from like per- ever performing yeah. the Super Bowl again she got dropped from some performances she had coming up. Meanwhile, he got recast in the as a Super Bowl oh, halftime God. performer. He the hero. Yep. Yep. And so, um, you know, 
I dig Justin Timberlake today. And I think everyone is allowed to have made mistakes, but recognize them yeah, and apologize. I and I really culture in that way. Yep. I think that I think cancer culture is holding people to a higher standard, but I do think people deserve the chance to say, Hey, what I did was wrong and still be a good person. And Absolutely. And, like, and I think he was also a kid trying to make a career and I, listen, I'm not excusing yeah, what he did, yeah, but sure. he also didn't need to come out and apologize. Cause I don't think everyone would have. And so, and he, he is smart, and he is smart, and come on, he's got a whole team that's helping him promote himself, but still, it was a good move. It was a good the move. The bottom line is, is, it was a good move, and you're not going to get away with that shit anymore, yeah. and I think that's what's so powerful and amazing. As many people will want to criticize it, whatever, but as the fact that women have, have, I think it's really cool, like, created this now, that, like, nobody's going to get away with their shit. Yeah. Although I do think sometimes the pendulum swings too far that we aren't uh, giving people grace. And I'm not saying sexism is okay. I'm not saying rape is okay. I'm not saying any of these things are okay. I know what you mean. But we're not giving people enough grace to come out and say, hey, I made a mistake. I've changed. Here's what I'm doing to like actively work on my shit. Yeah. And if they're still doing it, by all means, not okay. But I would consider somebody like a Justin Timberlake who – you know, he was in the, at the time that the whole Janet Jackson thing, he, and obviously Britney, he was still kind of coming up and coming into himself. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and I'm okay with mistakes if the apology is sincere. Yeah. Yeah. And then his, and then his actions beyond that back up his apology. Yeah. So, you know, he's got, he's still got to prove himself, but I think he can. Yeah. And he, you're right. He didn't get called out on that. He just came out on his own volition mm-hmm. and like, said that yeah so anyway that was um just kind of a a little hot topic this week I don't know if I have a favorite thing this week um you go first well I should look up real quick Gabby did tell me yeah I think you know what if just period if you're a woman period Mm -hmm. you should watch Firefly Lane okay you really should I really do think it's worthy of seeing for for the purposes of female friendship of friendship that evolves so if you're younger and you're making mistakes and you carry a friendship through adulthood and maybe you need to write some of those I, I just I think it's yeah really beautiful yeah um and also um okay so one thing I just want to tell you to you know Gabby's shows yeah um, one show she's going to start, so I'm, she's not backing it yet, but in case somebody's like, I have nothing to I watch, yeah, right. right? So I want to tell, so she's going to watch what Gabby's watching this week yeah. is <laughs> on HBO. It's, um, Alan vs. Pharaoh. I don't even know what it is, Okay, but she's saying it's the next thing that she's going to watch. So if you're mm-hmm. bored, um, and then, but the one that she did recommend is called The Vanishing at Cecil Hotel, or is it Cecile Ooh. Hotel? It's on Netflix. It's a good true crime, so if you're not into that, don't watch it, but I love true crime, yeah, so I'm going to be catching up on it. that. So it drags a teeny bit, but it's a great story. Um, it's four episodes, I think, but she said they probably could have done it two to three, but it's a, but then oh, it's a I great... I love her. She's so I know, good she's, at these, like... She's so good. What is her... Like, is... is does she do this for like a career? No, I God, no, she she's does. just great. But she did say so. Her new show um, suggestion, like her big one, is called The Bridge. The Bridge. Where yep. is that? it's HBO Max. Okay, cool. And I'm it's a. That it's like like one I want. Okay, so you so and she said I'm so. Not about true crime. Okay, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so she did say but it's I do a like mystery. It's like a survivor type reality show in the UK. Mm-hmm. 
And it's only six episodes, so we love things that are easy to, you know, easy yeah. to pick down. And she said that it's something you could definitely watch with a guy mm-hmm. because it's, you know, it, it's at it's least like interesting. interesting. And the cin- cinematography was beautiful. So um, I, I think we're going to... it's a reality show? Yeah, it's a reality oh, show. I, if I, I should tell my brother about it. Those are the kind of shows he films, you know? Yeah, totally. So so that's The Bridge on HBO Max. Cool. And I'm going to make... I'm gonna make Chad watch that, which I don't think I'll have a hard time with because he's that. That's the kind of stuff he likes. Yeah, like and like six episodes. That's like, easy. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So that okay. and then um, you know I'm just trying to slowly but surely move into the neighborhood. I but. know that's my favorite thing this week is that Mary's move-in date is getting closer. Yeah, I mean, no closer. matter where we're at right now, like, we're we're gonna be here within a week. Out. Yeah, that's what I I told Alex today. We were driving somewhere. And I was like, guess what? The Fillingers. Because I, I think they forgot. Like, because it's been so I think long. Reese has forgotten. <laughs> the Fillingers are moving in, like, in a week. And she let out, you know, that, like, little girl screech. Oh. That's, like, you hear what you're seeing. Oh. Like, I was like, oh, my God, am I crashing? Like, what is happening? Oh. And she was like, oh, my God. I was like, wow, you really did forget. You're so excited. Oh, I love that. I know. I know. I could shriek about it. I know. And I was like, yeah, me too, girl. Yeah. We're so excited. So that's my favorite thing. Until we have to all move because we have to get a new school district that's actually going to uh, school to fall, but we'll talk. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. And, and also, we don't have a lot of private school options in our No, in our we area. don't at all. We don't at all. Yeah. So maybe the our two families will just be like, I don't know, we'll getting, be getting an RV and just traveling to wherever schools are. We are all hippie and just like... <laughs> Why don't we just, like, buy a van and, like, travel around? Okay, you've gone too far now. You've gone too far. Have I? Yeah. Okay, fine. Let's move to, like, Texas or somewhere in person. Okay, you know what's so funny? I don't think I could live in Texas. Chad brought up Texas today, too, for some reason. What? And I said... No, no, no. I mean, he was like, we were just... You know when you kind of, like, piped in, like, where would you move? And he was like, he said... home home shows, like, home He said Arizona, Colorado, or Texas. And I said out on Texas, but it's probably a bad week because Texas is like drowning in snow right now. So it's not the right yeah, week Texas to say that to me. Us. Colorado would for sure be on my list. I did live there for in college and I, it's a beautiful place to live. I don't know about Arizona, but my problem is, is anywhere I'd want to move besides Colorado is all coastal and like very That's what, that was a big, yeah. Santa Barbara. Like, I don't know why places can't just get free and easy. <laughs> all right. Okay, we will... Talk to you guys next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at heybabe.mk so we can keep the conversations from this podcast going, give you a preview of our imperfect and very real lives. Did we mention we have six kids, six and under between us? And be the first to find out about our fun events and offerings.